Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy Gold Knuckleheads podcast. And as always, sitting right over there is my main man, Reggie. What's going on, buddy? Kenny J, what up, doe? Oh, man, just uh, just en- enjoying this uh, winning streak, right? We've got uh, a three-game winning streak going on. We got uh, six out of seven. Uh, it, t- t- times are good right now for, for Commanders fans. <laughs> it is, man. Um, two this is our second three-game win streak of the season with a right. loss kind of sandwiched in between. And, uh, man, it's, it's been a while since we've been feeling good, riding high, playing meaningful um, games late in the season, man. Uh, right. So this is this is a different feel for us, man. Yeah, um, uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I can't say that I that, that I hate it all. You know, I like a little things to be a little bit better. I won't be right. greedy. Right, but right. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I'm feeling pretty good. The fact that we're playing some meaning, meaningful football late in the season. Yeah. So I and, can't and, complain. And, about right. And especially based off of the first five weeks, um, even though we won the first game, it, it, we walked away going, okay, yeah, we got the win, but we're going to get better, right? And quickly, the next four games, there was there was no better in sight. Uh, it was downhill. I mean, it was I mean, ugly. It, it was, was ugly. Ugly is being kind in, in, in some of those games. And you know, we we give the the coaching staff a lot of grief, but I, I got to give Ron as a leader. I'm not saying he doesn't make mistakes uh, with a red flag and 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 time management some things. But as a leader of keeping the team together uh, last year and this year, there's been times and the, the team has has stuck together even more so, I think, when they go through it. And then when they see on the backside that things can get better and they support each other, um, it, it, you know, as, as a head coach, you can't be more proud of where this team is now compared to seven weeks ago. Uh, in in the midst of a four game horrible losing streak. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Ron Ron deserves a lot of credit. He's 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 been able to keep the guys focused. He's tried done his best to keep things, as he put it, the things they can control, and keep the football issues within the locker room. Anything outside of that, he's tried to tried his best to keep that away from the players as a distraction, and. For all intents and purposes, it looks like he's done a great job at doing that, man. He's been able to be a good leader of men, and uh, uh, as he as he likes to say, he likes to separate things that are interesting. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll drew a blank there. Uh, uh, important. There's a difference between what's important and what's interesting. Right. And so, a lot of times when they uh, the media talks to him about things on the outside, you know, he he puts that in the interesting category, but it's not important. And so, so he's done a good job, man. And and to that, same thing with Jack Real, right? Everybody wanted wanted old boy Jack out of here, man. He needs to be fired. The game is passing by. He yeah, doesn't know yeah. what he's doing. All the criticism. And look, we, we were right there criticizing him, right? So Jack Real, all of a sudden, you don't even hear Jack's name, right? No. You don't even, no one talks about Jack Real. So so kudos to him. And, and you know, and Scott Turner, Scott has his moments. Um, but collectively as a, as a coaching staff, I, you got to give tip your hat to them, man. They've done a hell of a job, 
um, over the past 12 weeks, or I should say the past seven weeks since we were one and four. So kudos to those guys, man. Yeah. They, um, and not that we can't get, get better and, and clean up things um, on, on all sides of the ball, right? There's no, we're, we're not ranked number one and we're not, uh, you know, sh- totally shutting people down on defense. They're, they're, they're playing some really good ball, but I think even the defense would say that there's room improvement on their end. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, and to your, to your point, uh, I want to say that, What's also been very interesting over the past few weeks is that uh, there's not been any any much more of the outside noise. You know, we went through a phase there where every time we turned around, there was something about Dan Snyder, the investigation, the selling the team. And I, and I, I understand that all of those things are still there. But it's interesting that we haven't had any more off the field issues come up to be one more distraction. And uh, uh, so that's been a good thing thing as well. So as as a as a fan, and as the fan base, you know we get tired of it, right? We just we just want to root for the team. We just want the the guys to show up and play every Sunday, and we want to win every game. And we don't want to have to be answering questions as fans uh, or getting getting mocked, you know, nationally. And everyone wants to talk about our owner and all the off the field issues as opposed to the team and what's happening on the field. So, yeah. so I, yeah. I want to acknowledge the fact that we've not had that in, in quite some time as well. And, and that's a good feeling. Yeah. And, and it's, it's kind of a, to your point there, it's kind of a double uh, whammy of good news, right? Snyder's leaving coincides, you know, maybe the stars are lining because, because Snyder is leaving that all of a sudden we're winning more. Right. So <laughs> Snyder's going, man, most fans were happy. They're like, oh yeah, let's let's change the you know, turn the page on the Snyder era. Right. And oh yeah, back on we're winning some games now too. And so you know, those two things go hand in hand. And the the uh environment at, at FedEx Field, from what I've been hearing now, this is an away game this week coming up against the Giants, but from what I hear it's it's a different level of uh enthusiasm and crowd cheering and and everything else so we keep winning it's only going to get louder at at, uh fedex yeah Yeah, did you see um speaking of did you see uh on espn uh ryan clark yes ryan clark talking about um the atmosphere at fedex field and he you know he said it was like a a college atmosphere right of course we weren't there we watched it on tv I didn't quite get that, but we weren't there. Right, but right. for him to have been there doing some some bad years and to have gone back and to be able to see it, feel it, witness what it was like to be there this past Sunday against Atlanta, that says something. That says and, something and, for, from, from yeah. all intents and purposes and outsider because Ryan Clark has kind of been very critical of the team once he became a, an analyst on right. ESPN, but for him to give credit and, and, and to the fan base and the organization to everything nationally about what that experience was like last week was, was pretty, pretty felt pretty good. Yeah. And that, and that was in, in, in bad weather rain. I mean, just, I, I can imagine if, if the temperature would have been a, you know, a sunny 60 degree, 58 degree <laughs> right. uh, football day, the, you know, cause there's probably people that didn't come. Like ah, I'm not going to go. It's it's, it's raining. I'm, this is going to be it's gonna rain all day. No, right? right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying you know half the stadium, but it might have been you know five percent, ten percent. So that's five or ten percent even louder and rowdier than it that it could be. 
right. in two weeks from now again or i say actually it's three weeks from now two games from now when we play the giants again at fedex field but um but yeah you mentioned uh ryan clark yeah because he was there at fedex with the uh sean taylor um memorial tribute right memorial tribute yes yes uh and uh, you know we talked about it before we started here that uh we saw some more pictures and a little bit more details of the display yes. right it, it it had his name and pictures and and some other things down by the base of the display that were very much uh specific to sean taylor yes. as opposed to just a uniform of oh that happens to be something with sean taylor right right so, we were very we were very critical right absolutely <laughs> as with the most people who thought that the uh the uh the tribute the memorial was subpar um and i and i asked on twitter i said you know now that you've seen the 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 full casing with all of the verbiage and some pictures and some things about sean uh do you feel a little bit different and a little, little bit mixed reviews um me personally i can say that i actually feel a little bit better um uh, about the the memorial after i saw it for, two, for a couple of reasons uh the first reason was i found out that his family were very involved in what the team put out there so at the end of the day if they were satisfied and happy with the what the organization was putting out there then i'm cool with it right i'm cool with right. it. the other part of that is um to see that there was more to it to your point than just a uniform with sean's number and and uh, the, the the old school Redskin logo and all those things um, that also made me feel a bit better because now you can walk up to it and you can go walk around the thing and you can read some stuff about Sean and probably his legacy as a former Redskins player. So, again, I thought there was more to it than that. Do I think that the organization still could have done something a little bit better? Absolutely. But with yeah. the, with the family being okay and satisfied with it, if they're happy, then I guess I, I'm I'm happy about it as well, man. I'm satisfied with it. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much right on board with you there. Uh, as disappointed as I was of, of a fan to the tribute display case that they had there, when I found out that their fam that the Taylor family was happy with it, that that brought my frustration and disappointment level down i, I say down uh, as, as far as my anger uh right. from that perspective it, it 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 definitely cooled my jets yes. um and yeah so but but at the same time to your point i think they could have done more did you know did they did they have to have a, a bronze statue like he was going into the hall of fame type of thing no that i'm not saying that they had to do that they could have done that um, but they didn't have to go that far, but just, I don't know when I, when I look at the case and I'm not looking down below, I wish they would have done something so I can look at it. And I see, I see Sean Taylor in this, in the case, right? Not Agreed. just the plaque. Um, Agreed. That would, and, and, and honestly, from my perspective, they could have done that and not done hardly anything on the lower part. And I would have been fine with that. Um, yeah everybody has their their judgment and and perception of of what looks good or doesn't look good but at the end of the day as 
as uh, knucklehead Reggie likes to say, at the, at the end of the day, the Taylor family was happy with it. So I can accept that as well. Agree, agree, agree. So, but that's it. That's it uh, in terms of the Sean Taylor deal, man. But now, Sean would probably love this, man. We got uh, our destiny is in our own hands. And we yep. start out with the first of back-to-back games for us against the New York football giants and uh, three of our next five games against division division opponents. But first up with the giants, it's a road game for us. It's a little, little, little field trip up the road right. uh, from DC to New York, but nonetheless, a road game for us in enemy territory. And uh, the giants, man, the giants are seven and four. Yeah. And uh, have done some good. They've been a huge, uh, surprise to the to the league to the NFL yeah. season with first year head coach um, uh, Brian Daybowl out of Buffalo, uh, which is uh, he's out of Buffalo play with you right. know out of the uh, office coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Yep. And uh, man, shockingly, the Giants the Giants have been playing very well, man, and and it was you know was in, in the running for the division no less uh, until they lost a few, and the Eagles have continued to 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 stack some wins and uh right. uh build their lead in the division. Yeah, they I mean they when they started out the season, you know, they, they got a win, they got a second win, they got a third win and you're like, okay, you know, they're they're going to come down and and they didn't for a while, right? They they had a a, a nice uh streak going there and but they've lost the last 3 out of 4 games. Uh they lost the last 3 out of 4 with their only win being against Houston. So, okay. I mean, you, you take the wins as you can. You know, Washington Washington uh, beat up on Houston as well, and we'll definitely take it in the win column. But it's not <laughs> something you go bragging and go, well, we beat Houston. You right. know, it's not like, you know, it's uh, – and, and then, you know, they just lost last week to – on Thanksgiving, they lost to Dallas. And they've got a tough streak ahead of them. They've got uh, – they just played Dallas. They play – Washington this week they play Philly the week after that and then they play Washington again so their their back half of the schedule is much harder uh they still have to play Minnesota um I think they might play Dallas again um but I I, I saw their schedule earlier and they and they have a tough back half of the schedule overall okay. um but uh but yeah they and, and then their three losses they have been a They've allowed roughly 28 to 30 points or 28 to 31 points. So the defense is, has, has kind of, kind of slipped, you know, they, they, I think they relied on their defense a lot early on and their defense has slipped the last three or four weeks. And this, this might be something that, that Washington can, can take advantage of Washington's offense clearly has been, has been sputtering along. They, they do enough, but they, they, they don't seem to be in a rhythm for an entire game at any point this year. And I'm not saying it's going to be against the giants, but uh, with the giants defense, not playing as well as it was the first half of the year, maybe, maybe this is something that Washington can take advantage of. Um, and in the NFL, when somebody's down, you, you, you don't help them back up. You, you, you put, <laughs> you put your foot on them and just walk right on over them to get to the next game. For sure. For sure. Um, and with that uh, uh, backdrop with the Giants and the fact that they've kind of struggled here a little bit, um, we as a team, 
down the stretch over the next five weeks have to do much better offensively. Our defense has continued to be consistent. Our defense has given us chances and opportunities to win games, to stay in games, to hopefully give our offense an opportunity to, to, to win games. But we have to do a little bit more offensively to help out our defense. We should have to keep coming down to these nail biters. We can't keep coming down to these last minute type of deals. As I talked about a little bit on our post game for the Atlanta is go out and put up some points, give the defense a chance to be able to play a little free, have a little cushion, you know, where we're not having to make the stop here, but if they don't make the stop, then we live to see another down. But, but it's like every defensive, um, every time they go out to play defense, it's a must, must stop. Right. Right. Give an offense. Get, let the offense get out there and give our defense a little bit of a breather, man. Let those guys play free. You know, we were in Houston, and, and because we were sitting on the home side playing playing with a lead, those guys looked like they were just having all kind of fun. And I'm not saying they don't have fun anyway, but you could tell, like, it was just – they were just having a good time, man, because there was no pressure to go out and have to stop them every single down, right. every single drive. And so let's hopefully get out. Hopefully our offense can 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 uh, help our defense out and score some more points here. Um, but with this game against the Giants, um, Daniel Jones, right? Did you realize that Daniel Jones is the second leading rusher on their team? And not I, not not a, I, not a surprise uh, when it, when I've watched all the games against against Washington because and I and I was going to say yeah he's he's four and one against us. So, Dan, so Daniel Jones seems to always have Hall of Fame games against us, and you throw in the because he's four and one, and you throw in the fact that uh, that he he's a second rusher behind Saquon Barkley. Sa- Saquon Barkley right now is about eight yards short of a thousand yards through um, eleven games for him, and with that being the case, Daniel Jones is their second leading rusher. With almost right. 500 yards, 450 something to be exact. So, once again, we have to stop a team that has a good running game and who has a running, I'm going to use air quotes here, Ken, but running quarterback. Right. <laughs> right. Because Daniel Jones, again, seems he, to always play his best when he plays us. Yeah. I, he's typically hurt us as more of a play breaking down and would, and would take off and, you know, where where it seems like most quarterbacks can possibly run and pick up five or seven yards. He, he tends to pick up, you know, 12 to 15 yards. It's like, is anybody going to catch up with this guy? Um, you know, <laughs> and, and, and if they watch the game from last week where Mariota had five, six uh, design plays where, you know, it was a, it was a read option and, and he would mm-hmm. just hold the ball, see the gap as, as he was about to hand off and just pull it in and, and – his runs were all easy, right? All of Mariota's runs for five to 12 yards were, were easy five or 12 yard pickups for him. Right. Um, and, and and I think Jones has got a little swifter feet, so we can't let him break our backs, even though I, I know he's going to have at least some, some marginal success. Uh, he, he can't be, as I like to say, he can't be a difference maker. We can't allow him to be a difference maker. Well, hopefully after this Sunday, you know, his record against us will be four and two. Absolutely. Um, uh, because again, we to your point, we can't allow Daniel Jones to be 
Daniel Jones versus Washington uh, this this particular week. Right. Um, I will say this too. You know, when we played Atlanta, Atlanta had the they were last in the league on rush defense, and yet we didn't run the ball overly great. You know, we talked about that on the post game. I think we ran thirty seven carries, one hundred and seventy something. Uh, it wasn't great collectively, but New York has a 23rd rushing defense, right? So not great. Not great. Right. So hopefully we can run the ball, you know? Yeah, one of, uh, yeah, one of the things in, in Washington's run game that has been missing this year that I keep on waiting because there's been times where he just almost, but uh, Gibson nor uh, B-Rob have, have busted one. Right? They get, they get – they break away, get to the second level, and and pick up, you know, maybe 12, 17 yards is a big run. But nobody's busted one for 35, 40 yards and taken it for a touchdown. Um, I'm not I'm not trying to predict that it will be this year, this week, but those are the kind of plays that that change games, right? right. It, it, and to your point that you mentioned earlier, it takes pressure off of off of the defense. We while Washington has played some good ball, uh, there haven't been any game-breaking moments by the receivers or or the running backs uh, through this winning streak. You would think through this seven, six out of seven game winning streak that there'd be you know big plays. Oh man, you know, this person hit him for a bomb, and that person and 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 Gibson broke one, and there hasn't been that. It, they've all been. Any points that we've had, and they haven't been enough, they've all been well-earned points. They've all been basically off of drives. So, I mean, in, in some sense, that's a good thing, but you got to have some what I call – We're not a big easy, play – we haven't been a big play offense, right? We've not right. demonstrated to be a big play offense. And and uh, one of the things is I was looking at the stats for, for um, New York – it's almost exactly how it was last week going into the Atlanta game, right? Atlanta was number two in rushing. New York is number six. New York, right. is, New York is the sixth ranked rushing offense in the league. And then Atlanta was bottom half of the league in passing. And the Giants were 29th in passing. Right. Right. So it's exactly the same thing, but yet it ended up being a very close game against Atlanta. And uh, so with that being the case, we're playing a very similar opponent. And they're, they're statistically a very similar in terms of their RAS, um, RAS, run and pass ratio. Right. So will our game plan be different? We talked about it on the post game of the, of the Atlanta game last week. Did the weather play a role in the way uh, Scott Turner called the game? I don't think rain is in the forecast for the New York game. Um, but maybe we'll see a different game plan. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's been talked about a little bit that uh, ever, ever since that Jahan Dotson has come back from his his uh, hamstring injury, we've not seen very much of him. Uh, Ron mentioned uh, in, in his presser today that because we're running a lot more two and three tight end sets, it takes him off the field. Right. Um, I get it. I get it. I hate that it's happened like that. But when you're trying to help out the offensive line or help out our run game to control the time possession, to control and, and methodically move the ball up and down the field because we clearly want to be a running 
running offense, then you have to kind of beef up the line a little bit because we are we we all know we're lacking a little bit on the offensive line. And right. so there's a ways that when we call for it, right? Beef up the line, bring in your tight ends, help them block, bring them into the tighter in the line, do some other things to help the offensive line out. And by but by doing that, it is kind of taking taking Jahan Dotson off the field and get he's getting less snaps. Um, but but hopefully, you know, these things will come around and maybe we'll see a little bit more of them because I'd like to see see the kid get some more production, man. Um, because he's he is a difference maker, as as you like to say. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, and you know, talk about Daniel Jones and his scrambling. And it's one thing that we haven't seen through this uh, winning streak. Really, is 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 Heineke running at all? Uh, ba- barely even scrambling. Now he he's scrambled out of the pocket, but he hasn't even taken off downfield. You know, once or twice a game at, at the most. Uh, c- compared to last year, mm-hmm. he would run a little bit more, and they had some design plays. Uh, running plays for him here and there and I'm not saying that I want them to to run Heineke more uh, not like Mariota did or anything last week but in in spot places again this is this is the idea that I have of I want their team to cover everybody on the field right uh, if we've got three receivers you know two receivers tight end running backs I want the the defense to worry about everybody and when right. you and when you get the ball around to everybody and that makes everybody not key on, I'm just going to double Terry. I'm just going to stop the run. I'm just going to do this. They're going to have strategies. You know, every, every defense has a strategy of trying to take something away. If everybody is productive, if they take something away, the other portion of your game can, can carry on. And again, I'm not, I'm not advocating for Heineke to run more as opposed to giving the defense something else to think about. Uh, which, which, to your point, we should have a design run here and there, right? We, we, we don't want Taylor getting hurt, right? Um, we don't want to want him getting beat up, but I don't think it's a bad idea to give the defense just one more thing to, to think about, and uh, maybe just throw in a wrinkle there with the design run from Taylor Heineke from time from time to time, and right. you can do it. You can do it when there's a second and second and short, third and short where he can kind of run, get the first and get down or get out of bounds, whatever the case may be. Right. Right. And, um, and but all, all of his runs, let me just interject real quick. All of his runs, even from last year, I don't, they, they were all tended to be designed runs as opposed to a read option. And I, I don't know. I mean, you know, like I said, Taylor is, is quick enough and fast enough to, you know, he, he's not uh, Lamar Jackson or, or, Kyler Murray fast, but he's he's quick enough to to make that read. He knows his speed on whether he gets around like that, and we just haven't done that at all. And again, I don't have a problem with our, our overall you know running game and, and running plan, but that's just a you know a, a little a sprinkle of spice to throw in there to make you know to make the ends to hold those ends to hold those linebackers. Uh, I know you like it when I said sprinkle on some spice there. I saw you chuckle there for those for those that didn't uh, aren't aren't watching this on YouTube. Uh, but go ahead. I just a nice little uh, nice little play on words there for you. But uh, <laughs> but but um, interesting enough, man. Um, we're going to see a couple familiar faces uh, in New York this week, right? You know who I'm talking about. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let him know. Do you know? 
I, I, I don't know anything, man. I'm a knucklehead. <laughs> All right. Well, one is going to be um, Landon Collins. Um, I know a lot of fans had wanted to re-sign Landon and, uh, you know, as the season went on because, you know, we were yelling and screaming about needing another linebacker. And, right. you know, as, as I said, you know, it takes two to tango, man. Just because we wanted Landon doesn't mean Landon wanted us, right? But nonetheless, they brought, he they brought him on mid-year. They brought right. Landon back to New York. Um, if I'm being honest, I haven't heard much about Landon in New York. I'm not even sure if he's starting. I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what he's doing. But he, he is on the team as far as I know. Um, but also, do you remember the name Fabian Monroe? Monroe, yeah. not Monroe, yes. but Monroe. Well, Fabian is the starting corner. I did not know that. And did uh, know he, that. Did, he, did, he didn't get a lot of playing time. He struggled to get, get on the field or stay on the field here. Um, but Fabian Moreau is the uh, starting corner for the New York football giants. And so another friendly face, uh, probably a few players still left on the team that he would know, but, um, but they also have some stout guys. They play a three, four defense. And uh, so with the Williams, Williams, I'm drawing a blank on his name. What's his name? Ken, come on. Williams, 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 Williams. Leonard Williams, Leonard Williams. Lennon Williams is their big Pro Bowl uh, D lineman, and then they have the rookie um, Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau is also the uh, top. I think he's the top five pick, right? Yeah, yeah. He, the Giants picked pretty yeah. early. Yep. And uh, uh, so, yeah, Thibodeau Thibodeau went pretty early in the draft for the Giants of out of Oregon. I think he's out of Oregon. Yes, out of and, Oregon. Uh, so, so young, young, young stud defensive end alongside Leonard Williams. So our guys are going to have to be on it, man, because those boys are well, they're they're stout. Else, man. They're, not, they're not speed <laughs> mushers. Uh, not, not that they can't get up the field, but they but are. Thibodeau, Thibodeau's are fast. Stout. Yeah. But, but Leonard Williams, a big old dude, man. Um, there he is. So, so we'll see because we know that, uh, uh, our off our right guard uh Trey Turner and his injury uh not sure if he'll play and if he does play I think he'll be hampered a little bit so they're still rotating Cosme and Cornelius Lucas over on the right side but you know this guy's a little banged up over there right. and that's what Leonard Williams like to hang out right? right so so I'm sure he's feeling pretty good about that and uh uh so so from a defensive side man our offensive line is gonna still to show up because again i feel like i'm talking about the atlanta game for for the second week in a row yeah just, yeah just in different different color uniform yeah to, to your point of, of the rush that they potentially have I, I wouldn't be surprised if early on we're we're doing stuff outside uh throwing little screen throwing little screen passes out there um, you know, pitching the ball as opposed to just a handoff, you know, pitch it and, and get them running uh, out to the sideline to sideline early on. And again, it, it's just putting that mental idea in their head that they can't just pin their ears back and, and come for the quarterback or come for the running back. Right. I, I can't just blow that gap and, and, and grab the, the running back. I, I, if I all of a sudden I, I bust through that gap, Oh, well the guys, you know, seven yards out side of the, the tackle by the time I get through there. Um, that, that though having success at doing those things is what keeps the, the defense from just going full tilt 
uh, straight to the quarterback or, or straight to the between the tackles uh, yeah. overall, whether it's for the running back or the quarterback. Yep. So it should be a good game, man. Um, it, it should, it, it should, should be an exciting game. Uh, I, I, I'm actually looking forward to this game because I think we know that despite everything that has happened over the past 12 weeks, right? Our season now comes down to the next five games. Well, it's, it's playoff football, right? We, we are, we're in the, we're in the playoffs right now. And, and I don't want to overly project, um, but f- from a schedule perspective, back-to-back games against the Giants, uh, you know, let's get this first one. And if you're able to get both games, you're, you're, you're sitting in good shape for the playoffs. Uh, you don't you don't want to fizz out and lose the last three games because that's not the good a good way to go into the playoffs. But right. from a from a strength perspective, from a, a um, uh, you know the, the people you know not only are you getting is your record getting better, but the people that are either ahead of you by a half a game or behind you by a half a game, uh, you're knocking them down. So it's a it's a you know helping you and hurting them at the same time. Yep. And yeah, and and Washington's playing some of the best ball they you know up to this point they're playing some of the best ball they have all season. So yeah, I think you know the Giants are uh, Giants. You know, five or six weeks ago wouldn't have been concerned about this. I'm not saying they should or shouldn't have been, but I I guarantee you Washington has their attention right now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I think we have the attention of a lot of people because I'm getting just random people. Talk to me about man, you guys look good. You guys are this and that, and man, Washington's playing great ball. So, so you can clearly know, you clearly know that uh, we're starting to get noticed. And yeah. Uh, yeah. but, but yeah, these next five weeks, this is where our season is, is going to be. Is going to going to make a break it right here with this next next few weeks, and we'll know for sure starting with this week, game one, one of five. Yeah, this, this is this will be a really good test for Washington. Really, yep, yep, it'll be. Uh, and with that, I think it's about that time, Reggie. Is it? Is that time, Ken? It, it is that time. What time is it? What time is it? What's your name? What's your number? A fan favorite? Is it a fan favorite? Pretty soon, people are going to stop you on the streets, and they're going to say, hey, knucklehead Reggie, I know your name. What's your number? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, man! Okay, all right, man. What's so my with that name? Being what's said, my number? What's your name? What's your number, brother? <laughs> all right, man. You know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stall this. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say right now. Let me interrupt you real quick. I I'm like not to gonna tease it. You know I always interrupt you. I'll interrupt you throughout the time, but I always interrupt you when you're about to give your number. You know, I got a feeling I'm just gonna make a prediction right now, and I do have my number written down. I got a prediction. You and I are gonna be the exact same number this week. But go ahead. You think so, huh? I don't want to. I don't want you to change it uh, because I said that. But I got a feeling you and I are gonna be the exact same number this week. But go ahead, my man. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna tease it. But uh, I'm gonna say. My number is based off of one thing, Ken. I said last last time, last pregame for the land, I said if we can go out and win another game, then I'm just going to have to just chalk it up to, I don't know the reasons behind it, but I'm just going to believe. Right. I, again, I, I know this is a good test for us against New York. Um, it's a division game. Uh, we're 4-1 
Daniel Jones is four and one against us. They have all pro Pro Bowl running back Saquon Barkley, exciting young coach. So all of these things makes me concerned. Sure. But I said, we win this game, Ken. I'm just going to have to believe. So with that being the case. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. On blind faith. (laughs) Oh, Ooh, just, this is gonna be a high number. Is this no, gonna be a high number? No, no, don't do that. Don't do I, that. I'm, 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 I'm sitting I'm, on the edge of my seat. I'm, well, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a seven. Seven. All right, Reggie gives it a seven. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, 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 I was wrong with my prediction. Let me just go with that. That we're gonna have the same number. I've okay. got just a little bit more concern. Um, they, they are a, a, a team that again it has played well. And I think Washington will walk away with the win on this, but I do have concerns because because they do have people that have that have hurt us before. Uh, I don't want to say that Saquon doesn't doesn't worry me um, because he definitely has some big play capability. But man, Andrew Jones just seems to play his, his game of the year. Who's Andrew? What I say. Oh, Andrew Jones. So, oh, you, you said player. some guy named uh, Andrew. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Andrew you Jones. Switch, I, you switch I, sports I, I apologize. I don't. I, you know what? I'd like to apologize to Andrew Jones for that mistake. <laughs> I'm not apologizing to Daniel Jones. Uh, you, but you, Daniel you Jones. Sports on me, man. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Jones seems to have, in the past, has had his game of the year every time. I got two games of the year when he plays Washington. That will end. That 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 streak of him just busting out will end this week. But with that said, my number is a six point five, just short of your seven. And but but we're we're gonna walk away with the win. We're gonna walk away with the win. So the we have some of the same concerns, but your number is just a little lower. Just a little lower. Just a little lower. Things, right? things are getting back right. Well, my number is always yeah, higher I, than I, you. We're getting yeah, back right. Okay. <laughs> I could probably I talk to, be talked into being a little bit higher. No, uh, it, no, it, that's, that's how you feel. That's and I'll be honest feel. with you. If I knew coming out, one thing in this game that I think would would push my number higher is if I if I had confidence that um, Turner called a little bit more aggressive game. Right. I don't. I don't want us to be. Trying to trying to fling the ball around every which way, trying to be a high flying team. I don't want that. But if he but if he was just a little more aggressive, and I thought that he was going to be a little more aggressive, I I would have a higher number. Um, I I think you know as our running game is is improving and we're having a lot of success with it. There's almost too much confidence in it. Not that you shouldn't have confidence in him, but almost too much that that's what you're going to rely on and you're not going to open it up. But Scott, I know you listened to us. You've taken some of our advice before. Open it up just a little bit more. Open it up, you know, ten percent, eight percent, twelve percent more, and we'll put up, uh, you know, a little more points. Put up the twenty-four to seven, twenty-four to twenty-seven points, and we'll definitely walk away. Let me say this, Ken. Let me say this. Not not to get on, not to get, not to get on the debate. Right. But is it? Scott Turner needs to call a different game 
or is your boy need to decide where he's going to go? And we saw a couple plays where he went to one guy, but he should have went to the other guy. He went to the first read instead of the second read. Guys are wide open, right? I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, so that has nothing to do with the play that Scott called. It was just Taylor decided to go to this guy when he should have went to this guy because that guy whatever was wide open. But he went to that guy who's covered. Yeah, so, and I, 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 I believe that that is that is that does happen. But last year, after a lot of games, we would see different people, you know, lay out plays where he was missing people wide open. He should have gone here when he when he had somebody else wide open over there. And we're not seeing that really this year. Now, we see it on TV where he'll make a play and like, oh, man, that guy was – normally when we see somebody that's open that he didn't go to, it's a, it's, it's, it's a close. It's, it's somebody five or seven that's running across, and he went downfield 10 or 15 yards or longer. Um, but I don't Sometimes know – Sometimes you got to take the layup, though, Ken. I, I don't disagree. Take the layup. I, I don't disagree at all. I mean, especially when you you know the the last example that I remember is when he threw into triple coverage, and somebody was open at, at eight yards, and and they could have caught it and ran for another ten yards at least. Um, yeah. So so the, these things happen, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I mean, but, look at anyway, the last. I, I, I wasn't please, trying to get. Know, into, I was I'm just not trying to get into it, but I mean, I mean, look at last week whether it was Taylor or whether it was Turner, we didn't throw, we didn't even attempt a ball more than 12 or 15 yards down the field. I understand it was raining. It was nasty weather, but we didn't even attempt to get the ball down there. Again, I, I'm not blaming Turner. I'm not blaming uh, uh, Heineke. Between the two of them, we need to open the ball, op open the offense up. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So hopefully weather won't be a factor and we can see if Scott calls a different game. We'll see if Taylor plays a little bit different. Maybe we don't look quite as conservative. I hope, certainly hope that we don't look so predictable because uh, everybody knows we want to run the ball, right? Right. So hopefully we see a little bit of trickery or something and uh, and just turn this thing around, man. But uh, but that's what we got, you know. If you uh, if you listen to us, please please subscribe to to us, so so you'll get these uh, notifications when these things drop. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We're very active on Twitter. Um, our Twitter handle is at the two knuckleheads. That's D A, the number two knuckleheads, and uh, we'll we'll get on there, talk a little trash, uh, get some opinions, get our thoughts, and all those kinds of things. And uh, so just follow us, man, and uh, have a all good right. time with us. And uh, but let's go get this W, man. Let's turn this thing from seven and five to eight and five. Eight and eight five? And five. When you eight and five, Ken, you, you that's when you talk about like like playoff teams. Playoffs. We're not, we're not used to that. Playoffs. I mean, we talk about playoffs. Man, yes, uh, that's for your playoff look, team, Ken. Look, we 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 get a couple more wins, especially a couple more wins in a row against the Giants. Uh, and it's tough to be the any team back to back like this, but. If you're able to get, I mean, you can't get the second one until you get the first one, right? That's right. But if you're able to pull both of them, man. Nobody tell me nothing. And the the, the 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 ticket price, the scalp ticket prices for at uh, FedEx Field, you, you're not going to be able to get them for below ticket, below market value anymore. That's right? right. That's right. You're going right. to be paying, paying a premium. Uh, but I can tell you, I like we win this game. We win this game Sunday in New York, uh, and then in two more weeks after our bye week, 
I cannot imagine what FedEx Field would be like when the Giants come to town. So, but let's start with the first one. Uh, that's our that's our feelings on it, guys. If you follow us, whatever comment. Uh, if you're on Twitter, if you listen to us, um, tell us what your number is. Tell us what you think, what your confidence number, and uh, and we'll certainly be back to give us our reaction to the uh, post game reaction to the uh, the Giants, and hopefully it will be a win, and we will be walking into a bye week with an eight and five record. Man, so it, 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 until just, until then, let me, let me just tell let me just tell you right now, Rich. I, I know you're about to end it here, and we're going to end it here. Man, if, if Washington come away with a strong win here on, on, on Monday, maybe even Sunday night, I'm going to be looking at uh, airfare and, and ticket prices to D.C. For the, for the next game. That's two weeks away. Might be able to, if I can if I can get a, a respectable ticket on a uh, uh, price on a ticket. Yeah, I, I might have to I might have to go a little I might have to go a little extra. I don't I believe you. I don't extra. believe you. I don't believe you. you. Don't believe me? But however, let's get this win first and let's see. See how you feel. Hey, it all it all it all comes down to it all comes down to a little bit of money, you know. Uh, but anyway, knuckleheads, we appreciate you uh, listening and and uh, interacting with us. As as my main man Reggie said, let's walk away with this W this week and things will be good. Until then, peace out, knuckleheads. Peace out.